0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Sweep, Southwest's exciting, energetic people. NAFAC Southwest's very own podcast coming at you from the beautiful San Diego, California. And we're here talking about what the command is all about. We'll hear stories from various people talking about their experiences around the command, along with entertaining, informative topics. NAFAC Southwest stands for Naval Facilities Engineering Systems Command Southwest, and we plan, build, and maintain sustainable facilities, delivering environmental utilities, and other critical base services. I'm Lynn Pence, your host, so let's get started. Hi everyone, so we're here with continuing our series in Honolulu, Hawaii at NAFAC PAC. It's a, it's a pleasure to speak to everyone today, and I'm, I'm actually really excited about this one. Uh, we have Nafac HQ with us today. How are you guys doing today? Good, excellent. Good, good. Okay,
1: uh, go ahead. My name is Aubrey Munchie. I am the director of staffing and employment at Nafac Headquarters. I've been in that role uh, about four years now, uh, since oh, wow. 2018. Uh, and then before that, I was a program manager um, within Nafac Headquarters. Oh, great! For about two years.
0: Okay, uh, so a
1: few years with Nafac in general. Yeah, I've been with <laughs> Nafac for six years now. Good. Uh,
2: that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So prior to that, I was um, with what is now NAVWAR, mm-hmm. and um been with the federal government for about 12 years.
0: Oh, wow. 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 That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone fast. <laughs> Very fast. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. So uh, my name is George Mendoza. I'm the director of civilian human resources. Um, I started my career, not my career, um, my time with NAVFAC in 2017. Oh, okay. Um, so about five years. Um, my background is I, I came from OCHR headquarters, which is a kind of a policy shop. Sure. Um, before that, I served in the United States Navy.
0: What is OCHR? I'm OCHR
3: sorry? is Office of Civilian Human Resources. Gotcha. And they're the the um, part of the Department of the Navy that uh, implements and develops and issues uh, Department of Navy level HR okay. policies. So
2: oh, great! Great. It keeps us in check. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: before that, so I I, I was prior active duty. Wow! But, um, so I served on uh, two different sur- submarines: uh, USS Emory and Jackson, oh, and the wow. USS Alaska. So I was a navigation uh, electronics technician. Um, and people always ask me, "So why HR?" Right? So <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a people person. Um, oh, I've love always that. been um, somebody that. Uh, so I have uh, a lot of. Sub- I have uh, six sisters. So <laughs> I, and I'm the oldest brother. So I'm, I'm always about oh. taking <laughs> care of people and yeah. making sure that their needs are met and oh, type of thing. Wow. So. Um, love working with people, so that translated to an HR career uh, because that's that's what we do. We you know we make sure that we hire the right person, but after they we we hire them, we take care of them um, from from hire to retire.
2: Uh-huh. So oh that's wow, what that's really cool. I did not know that. You I didn't were know hired. that. Wow, we t- t- learn t-
0: something t- every day here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And a big family. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So tell us about opportunities at NAFAC. I know. There's a bunch,
0: but... We'll I know, with all the different HRDs <laughs> yeah. we talked to, you know, uh-huh. let's, let's talk about it from a, a headquarters point of view. <coughs> the,
3: there's a lot of opportunities. I, I think the, the thing about NAFAC um, is um, it's a very complex organization. So when you think about mm-hmm. naval facilities engineering, you, you might think about uh, buildings and stuff like that. But right. <laughs> the portfolio of NAFAC is huge. Um, when t- we're talking about uh, building uh, undersea ranges... Um, so we have a lot, you know, an environmental component to that.
0: Oh, um, interesting. So, yeah, so we okay. look at
3: that. Um, for example, I went to Mariana's. Um, <laughs> you know, World War II there was a lot of you know, um, ammunition and kind of bombs dropped and stuff on Mariana's. So oh, right. Whenever they build buildings, they need to go through from uh, doing environmental impact. Okay. And make sure that you know all those unexploded munitions are cleared. So. Mm. Uh, I, I, you know, I was one of those that didn't uh, fully understand the full scope of NAFAC mission, but it's pretty, it's really, really dynamic. And like we'd like to say, we have jobs from A to Z.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Aubrey, can you speak a little bit to that? Yeah, I think along with the environmental
1: side, it's the um, like historic preservation type of work that was interesting to me as well. When I first got here and started hiring for those types of positions, it was, you know, eye-opening uh the things that you don't think about you know right. as the average person you're just building buildings right. well no you need to preserve the history of those areas and there's there's laws and there's rules and the collaboration with the different organizations for that um, but to george's point you could pretty much do almost anything with and from the support functions right. all the way you know we have trades work you know to engineers to scientists to Data science, um, OPM just updated a series uh, to allow for that type of work. And uh, we do so much with data now in all areas. So some people think it's just one focus, but every business line that we have is working with data now. So interesting. um, Okay. Yeah, it's it's an up-and-coming work.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and how George pointed out, you know, this project on Marianas, when you really think about it, people don't have an idea of how many series or job series go into one project. Right. So it's, it's uh, like you said, it's pretty dynamic. Is. Yeah, is. definitely. So what about um, like working for NAFAC? What is that, what has that been like for you personally?
0: I mean, you guys been here for a few years, and now you guys are HQ, yeah. at, you know, headquarters. And we'd love to hear your perspective on this. Uh,
3: working, for me, my experience for working for NAFAC, uh it's a place that you're valued as an employee. Um, okay. It's a place where um, continuing learning, uh, both technical proficiency, professional development, and, and even developing yourself personally right. is highly valued. And I've been in many commands where they, they say they value that. But, <laughs> sure. you know, to me, you had to put your, your money money in your investment. Right. So NAFAC really invests in their employees to make sure that they uh, are, you know, up-to-date in tech, technical capability and as well as professional development, um, you know, leadership development, those type of things. Oh, that's so that's, that's what's really, to me, uh, is very valuable because um, right. not a lot of commands do that. And NAFAC is committed to that. They actually have intent, intentional commitment on
0: that. Oh, definitely. And kind of to um, talk more about that point, it's interesting because I do come from private sector. You know, this position that I'm in now is my very first government job, and you know, thankful for this opportunity. So the fact that you do invest in your employees, and you know, at NAFAC in general as a whole, and have the leadership programs, you don't really see that too much, right, in the private sector. Um. So the fact that NAFAC has developed that type of programs or you know development is is amazing to yes, hear. Yes,
3: <laughs> Definitely.
0: for me i would say um uh, it's similar to that that uh, we do
1: develop our people but uh when i think of NaVAC, and i was told this when i first came on board was navvac's like a family uh, <laughs> before I got here, actually, I heard NAFAC is very business like. It's not like your other Navy commands. You're going to see it's like a business, and I was terrified of that. You know, it's I had no Navy commands and that kind of culture. Oh, interesting. Um, and when I got on board, I heard more of we're like a family. You know, we take care of each other, uh, and I think that's true. At um, you know, sometimes to a fault, we take care of each other, <laughs> uh, and we can be ourselves where we are, uh, and we know we're going to be supported. Uh, whether you know, whatever's going on, we're really taken care of um, from the top down. So I think you know the people are what keep a lot of people here, including myself. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah,
3: definitely. And and, and I think also um, they allow you to um, explore doing things differently. Ah, right. And mm-hmm. and if you fail or if it doesn't go the way that that you planned, it's okay. You learn from it. You learn regroup. From it. You try again so uh that's the kind of culture that they have in FX is is trying new things and new ways of doing things so uh, yeah.
1: it's well, a it's a learning environment yeah it's, it's a learning, learning
0: environment
2: right isn't this a perfect example yes, yes. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. trying yeah. new
0: things yeah. and and let's you know, where this goes i mean yeah. who knew right a, a <laughs> podcast with a headquarters I mean, right yeah, here that's <laughs> amazing <Yeah. laughs>
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier that people say that this NAPAC is like a business. And I had heard that as well. And, and I feel that people think that because there are so many civilians working alongside with military. Mm-hmm. So it changes the, the culture of the command. And, but it's how cool is that? Yeah. That, you know, we're, uh, we're not in uniform. But we are working side by side with those in uniform, so I think it really drives that mission. It is a little more business oriented, but or business like oriented, but um, it's still it's a it's a regular Navy command. It is,
1: and there's there's mutual respect from the military side and the civilian side, and oh I think our leaders right. do a good job of pointing us back to you know they say the tip of the spear or where the the work is actually being done that. We sit at headquarters and we're in offices and we don't see a lot of things, but uh, we're reminded constantly of what we're doing things for. And are we making this easier for the warfighter at the end of the day? Are we helping them? Are we advancing the the mission? mission? Um, yeah. you know, what did you eat for breakfast? Commander's intent. That is our, our theme. Uh, what are we doing <laughs> oh, for that? A, I love that. So I like that. <laughs> that is a, that. a common thing we've heard. Um, yeah. and it's important though. It is drilled into us. So yeah. that's, that's probably what you heard when you first
0: came on board. <laughs> so, I mean, it's interesting with George's perspective, your prior military, we've talked to other people on this, uh, on episodes. Um, you know, they work active duty at some point and here they are with a civilian job. So it's like, you kind of have the, the best of both worlds in the sense you, you understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. good.
2: Yeah. So, you know, as we mentioned earlier, this is uh, a really awesome opportunity that we have, I mean, the, as high as it gets when it comes to, you know, our civilian HR leadership. What would you say, or what advice would you give to uh, those considering um, a position with NAFAC? I know it's kind of a loaded question, but maybe some perspective.
3: Um. I think you really give us a chance, I think. That would be one of the yeah. things. Um, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times... Um, civi- I was in the military, so I understand how it is. Right. But if you've never been in the military, sometimes people think that um, if you apply for a job in NAFAC, it, it's, you know, they wonder if it's, if it's civilian or, if it's, or do I have um, to go I, military? Am I going to go on ships? It's not that. So it's t- a totally civilian workforce. Um, I would say just... Check us out. Check out the podcast that you're doing. Right. Uh, get to know us. Um, you know, and I, and I guarantee, if you give us a chance and, and join the team, you, you'll love it just like I do.
0: Oh, great! You That's know. perfect to know. Yeah.
1: Awesome. yeah, yeah. I would say you know we have a lot of resources out there that talk about who we are. Um, we have a huge workforce, um, and so if you find somebody that works at Nafac, ask them questions. Um, I think they would be happy to to answer things. Um, but, yeah, give us a shot. Um, and look at all of our opportunities. So um, those that might be considering NAFAC but unsure, um, maybe there's other Navy commands or other private sector that you're looking at as well. Um, I think, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, you can get different offers and, um, you know, what really matters to people at the end of the day. Right. They want to feel valued. They want to be taken care of. Um, they want to like the people they work for and with, and um, sure. I talked about that earlier. It's a family, and it's good. hard to find that. Um, when I recruit people, most of the reasons that they want to come is, oh, yeah. I really feel like I'll fit in here. Uh, I really oh, feel like wow. I'm valued, that's and good. I think that's important, and And it's true. I think we all we all find our spot, uh, and there's so many spots that you
0: can you know, find good. your niche and where sure. we're at. You so know, somewhere. and as we talk to the different HRDs, yeah, they're telling us the opportunities. So- you know us. We're here in Southwest. You guys are on the East Coast HQ. Um, go overseas, right? Uh, Marianas, Guam, uh, Europe. Wow, yeah. that was that was very interesting to note that yeah. we can, we have that here. Yeah, yeah you can
1: stay in our our family and and go pretty much wherever you want. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. not wherever, and but where you never know, see problems. that in the, in yeah. the private sector, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah especially. To then have a position to come back. Right. right.
1: Yeah, you can try overseas, and you have return rights. You know, you can come back. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's so many opportunities, and there's upward mobility. Um, I think that's something people look at, too. So the opportunities are there, and and we look at that regularly of what can we offer people um, to help them with their career.
0: Good. What would you say is the best thing since you guys have been working for NAFAC uh, personally, each each one of you, the benefits of working at NAFAC, like what has helped really like made you kept you here.
3: For me, is uh, the learning environment.
0: Oh wow! Um, yeah,
3: uh, learning uh, more than just HR. Right? Oh good. Because you know you have to learn the business, the business side of it because <laughs> mm-hmm. NAFAC is kind of like a
0: business. Right, so, right. You
3: know, learning that part of it, the resourcing part of it, and that type of stuff, and their commitment to um, leadership development, commitment to the employee development. So, you know, that is something that uh, I value and that's really kept me here. Um, like I said, I like to take care of people. I like to make sure that my staff uh, has what they need to succeed. Um, so that's what kept me here. Um, and I've uh, been here, like I said, five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they said five years ago is still true today. And it's even better. So that's what keeps me. Wow. I, I, I believe what they tell me. Oh, uh, wow. because their actions good. show you that because it's one thing for somebody to say something and but you know if they follow it up with that uh, intentional action right that that is a game changer for me so i so I, I can see it so i i can see that you're committed to that so that's mm-hmm. what really kept me here that's good one of the one of the, one of the many reasons
0: yeah. right
3: yeah yeah
0: that speaks volumes honestly really? yeah
1: right yeah <laughs> So I would say the opportunities. Uh, When I came, like I said, I I came out as a a program manager. Didn't really know what I was in for, um, but they took a chance on me. um, And I had the opportunity to to show what I could do. Um, But not only that, I never felt like I had to prove myself. Um, And some of this is a testament to George. Um, He's nudged me in ways that... I don't <laughs> feel like I'm ready for, right, uh, and, right. but shows me that it's possible. Uh, and the, my whole leadership chain is the same way. Uh, when I feel, I mean, I will be the first to say I'm not your person. Like that's, that's not me. Um, uh-huh. and, and they see that in people and will push you to it. And I've, I mean, I've grown so much in six years of being here that uh, I haven't seen it always. And then folks will remind me, like, hey, look back to where you were uh, at this point and and look what you've done. Look what NAVFAC has shown you. And and it's because they've pushed me and they've given me the opportunities. I haven't had to even go find them myself. You know, they just kind of come at you. So um, it's been a a lot of
0: opportunities And and great leadership, right, George? Yes.
2: (laughs) Well, I just have to say that being in the HR community that, you know, Aubrey, what you said earlier about this being a family, that it is felt at my level of, of within the community, it, and I've never experienced that before where um, you, both of you are not out of touch (laughs) and both of you are within reach. So I could be speaking about a topic with my supervisor. And the next time we talk about it, she will say, oh, I spoke with George or I spoke with Aubrey. And I'm like kind of like astonished. <laughs> like, Really? Because <laughs> that's not the norm in an organization. You know, sometimes those conversations get lost or those ideas get lost. So that's super appreciated at, you know, the that my level that's working with, you know, the the customers, but our other families. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. And we're
1: all, we all have the same goal. I think that's a, a cool part about, right. I can truly say that we have a hardworking working you know, HR team. Um, And it's, it's really cool to see that. And, and to know that we have the comfort that, yeah, we can reach to an S4, we can reach to an S3, and we're going to get the support we need and that we have the open door to to come to us. We're here to help. Um, And, you know, all of us in the HR community and, and I think NAVFAC in general, we, we find ways to make things work. So.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very important to me to kind of flatten the organization Mm -hmm. from HR perspective. Um, because uh that way you can get things done you know the uh, ash four will identify an issue and and we all kind of go all in and and get it done and get it uh, resolved um and that that i think that's that's another reason why i i like working here you know there's a lot of collaboration across yes we all have our different roles within the within the community right but at the end of the day we are side by side rolling up our sleeves
0: Get on the same team, on the
3: same <laughs> team, working it and, and putting all the the the, the different um, I guess uh, levels of a level where we're at within the organization. Ah. so it's just a team. We're a team.
0: We're a team. Arlis Definitely. Even though we're far away yeah. and yeah. In different locations, right. oh, We're working for the same mission. <laughs> right. Right.
3: right, right. Even because you know we're headquarters, but we don't have all the answers. Um, a lot of times we don't have all the answers. Right. Yeah. And so we, you know, we rely on our community. Right. Act, because uh, as we're talking yeah. about, like our S4s, our, our, our unit of action, that's where uh, the action happens, where the rubber meets the road uh, regarding, you know, supporting our supported commands. Right. Um, and we want to, that's who we listen to, and that's who we serve. That's the way I view it. We, we serve that uh, the S4s and the S3s, so that they're the ones that are executing the mission day to day. So okay. how can how can we help them
0: how do can that? help them? Yeah. Good. That's yeah. good.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I think that, you know, NAFEC is, a, like you said, a hard, super hard working team, um, but there's also a lot of perks. Yeah. You know, we, we grind hard when we need to grind hard, and, and then there's those moments of, oh, wow, this is really cool. I, I can't believe this is part of my job. For example, here we are in, you know, in Hawaii, um, and it, throughout the day today, we've spoken to a lot of people, and some of the experience that, that they shared with us is, it's amazing of some of the, you know, I call them work perks. Um, (laughs) And also the flexibilities that are offered to our employees. Um, What are your um, thoughts on that, how? I guess the question would be is, how do you see, or how how do you believe that is important for today's employees as far as um, uh, four nines, four tens?
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of flexibility. Um, I think one thing that we talk about a lot in the recruitment world is uh, we have a lot of tools in our toolbox to help recruit (laughs) and retain employees, and it's not the same for everybody. So what's important to me is not important to you, which is not important to you. Um, We have some similarities at the end of the day. um, but. What's really going to drive me to come to somewhere and stay somewhere um, may not be the same for everybody else. But NAVFAC has so many flexibilities uh, to be able to reach pretty much whatever we need to do. Uh, whether it be compensation, uh, we have flexibility there, we have leave, we have work schedules, we have telework. Um, okay. And not every position has every flexibility depending on the mission requirement. Right. Um, but there is ways to make things work. Um, we realize that you're a whole person at the end of the day. You go home somewhere. Um, and so that is an important part to make sure that we're helping. Uh, and I think our managers really care about that when I'm working with them on recruitments. They, they're they trying, you know, what can I do for this person to make them? Because if, if you're taking care of your people, they're going to do the work and they're going to complete the mission. Um And so I think we pay a lot of attention to that and we, Mm -hmm. yeah, we do, we have the the flexibility to, to offer different things to different people uh, and, and get the mission done at the same time.
0: It's that work life balance that a lot of, uh, you know, people have said in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think it. I don't know if the new buzzword is work-life harmony or something, you know, oh, there's wow, yeah. some oh, of that even going <laughs> um, that, you know, because sometimes work is busier. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, we grind hard sometimes and so we're much busier and then other times we have vacation and, yeah. and yep. it's okay. You know, you earn vacation time. Not every job has that, mm-hmm. uh, where you can walk away from it and your paycheck's still going to hit your account in two yeah. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, and I think the
3: beauty of it is uh, because we are a team, you know, uh, sometimes, uh, in the past, I was like, oh, "I don't want to go on vacation because I know when I come back, <laughs> it's all going to be piled up." Well, that's not the case, you know. We we are a team, and we take care of each other, and we make okay. sure that that people can can enjoy their time away. And you know, uh, what I like to use is a uh, uh, work life really, separation. Really, okay. should, <laughs> really should to me really should be the goal. And, and uh, uh, one of my leaders said, "You know, you should be where your feet are at," meaning you know, if you're at home. Be present at home with your family, and don't worry about work. When you're at work, then that's when you you know uh, do max effort on the on the work that you do. Sure. So um, it's harder than 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 said because <laughs> you know, I, I I I struggle with that as well. But you know we have to make sure that we take care of ourselves, our whole selves.
0: Oh, definitely. So, yeah. You know, along those lines, what are what's someone that's a potential candidate coming in, whether it be in headquarters or in the different locations, with some advice that you can Kind of give them as far as trying to be in this family.
3: Some advice: um, just just give us a chance. You know, we we mm-hmm. we like I said, we have. You know, you can come into one job and and um, you really like it, and then you see a different type of job or d- the other things. You know, projects. And there's a lot of different projects that people get mm-hmm. that, that, that 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 pop up, and you have an opportunity to raise your hand, and they're kind of career broadening. In the, and you uh, know good opportunities to work sometimes outside of your normal work
0: so there's so, variety
3: so there's variety mm-hmm. of work as well so
2: yeah earlier you mentioned that even in your position you've had to learn other areas and that's I, I feel that like that's true in every one of our positions we have to learn other areas right. in order to work cohesively right yeah so definitely
3: yeah. it certainly strengths strengthens the team you know it, it, it helps you and It also uh, opens you up to other opportunities outside of HR. Like, you know, you can become a Total Force director or something like that. That their portfolio is a lot bigger than just HR. So that's uh, one good thing too. And and they um, (laughs) certainly um, encourage you to do that. Oh, good. So you know, there's some places like, well, you know, you have somebody that does a really good job and you really don't want them to go anywhere. So (laughs) you you keep them. You keep them there. (laughs) Um, That's not the case. And if you have motivation there's opportunities for you to t- avail yourself of forward thinking forward thinking and you mm-hmm. take those and then um, if there's something that you want to do even you know some type of um, working group or something like that at the second nav level those are uh-huh. possibilities we support those we support that type of uh, development
2: yeah I'll say that even at where I'm at at NAFAC Southwest that we have opportunities to rotate so if someone is interested in a rotation you know you just notify your supervisor and and often times it happens. I mean, I haven't seen one person that requested a rotation where it wasn't, it was it where it didn't happen. So I mean, timing, you know, sometimes may be a little bit off, but it they supervisors make it work, mm-hmm. and that's I think that's also an amazing opportunity. Yeah.
0: yeah. Did you have anything
2: to add on to what you know George was
1: saying? Yeah, I mean, he said, "Give us a chance." I would say. Um, Keep your uh, eyes and um, mind open. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, we say we're a family, and uh, not every family is perfect. Uh, not every job is perfect. Not every organization is There's not a single one, I would argue. Um, <laughs> right. And so y- sometimes the grass always looks greener, and then you get over there and you see what it takes to c- get that grass green. Uh, right. And so right. it takes work, and it takes dedicated people. And so it's not going to be always an easy ride. You know, there's a drought sometimes. You know, right. so yeah. <laughs> then you got to water extra, and, yeah. and right. so pay attention to that. But just you know, if you have an open mind, um, and look out for those opportunities, like you said, we collaborate a lot. We work together, um, learning new things. Um, the opportunities are endless then. Uh, if you if you stay closed-minded um, or you get really down on, you know, expectation versus reality, mm-hmm. it, it might be hard. And so, right. but uh, if you have that open mind and you realize, you know, you can work hard, um, we'll take care
3: of you. And
1: I think the people around you will take care of you too. And, and it's, it's...
3: And it's recognized. Yeah. Yes. People, yeah. leaders will recognize the work oh, that you wow. do. Yeah.
0: Good. Yeah.
2: That's been that. a right. consistent right. feeling from people that we've talked to. Yeah. Yeah. That they've they feel that from their leadership.
0: Definitely, most definitely. And and just to speak to that as well, for me, you know, this is great having these podcasts and we're able to do that. Because it is a learning experience for me, I'm learning the different side of things and people's perspective. Like in our region, it, you know, interviewing different business lines, it's like, oh wow, I had no idea Nafac was like that. And then here we are, kind of expanding and learning the different locations and getting to s- speak to headquarters. It's like, oh wow, this is their perspective on things, and this is this is amazing. Yeah. And our audience is going to love that, yeah. love to hear uh, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, just one more quick question. You know, you guys are headquarters, so what is it like to take care of all of these different is it facts, mm-hmm. right what what is that like for you these are different locations with different specific needs in a sense
3: it's uh i think it's a lot of uh conversations with, with <laughs> leaders at, at right. those different facts okay and because every fact is is uh unique has exactly. different local conditions uh different things that are driving uh, different Mm -hmm. things like for example marianas Mm uh is a is a unique fact because of where they're at and the fact Mm -hmm. that you know the build-up that they're doing they do have to do a lot of kind of uh coordinating and conversations with the local government right you know so you know um which is different than any other conus um uh, effect right um so the, their mission is unique uh, overseas and the Far East and near, after, you know, Naples, Italy, and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. They're, they're always unique too because of the of the conditions there and things that you have to kind of deal with in a foreign location. So, I to see. me, is uh, having open dialogues and communication with the leaders. Oh, good. Listening to what they need um, and and trying to you know just build a drumbeat to <laughs> to China, you know. Um, help them with whatever they're dealing with currently okay. and whatever they see in the horizon as challenges. Um, one of the indicators we always kind of look at is, you know, what's going on in the world. Okay. Uh, and right now that's why there's been, been a big shift to the Pacific because ah, of our, our power competition with China and, and those type of things. So ah. the, the focus has really been on the Pacific. So um, keeping those things in mind, um, you know, you have to try to uh, anticipate uh, any. Any support that the commands is going to need as far as construction. Uh, right now, we're doing the ship infrastructure optimization program, which is really targeting um, making sure that our infrastructure can support um, maintenance of the warships oh, uh, and make sure that they're they're ready to fight uh, in case we need to do that.
0: Okay.
3: Um, and uh, so that's that's the direct link from NAFAC to to that to our national security. Is making sure that those build, those buildings, those docks, those piers can, can you know, support that and and get ships in, Good.
1: get them
0: fixed, and get them back out. Well, there you go. Yeah. And projects that NAFAC works on, right? Right, right. right.
1: <laughs> um, what's it like? It, it's a huge responsibility.
2: It is day, right?
1: But I mean, it's hard. You know, yeah. you, you sit and we call it inside the Beltway in D.C. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you get sucked into that that culture and you forget what everything else is like. And so it's uh, it's important to me that we're taking care of the people that we're there for. Headquarters <laughs> does not exist without the people that we're there for. Um, and so it's it's the communication. It's understanding the mission. It's being open to listening to the challenges that are going on. That's true. Um, we're talking about recruiting people. Mm-hmm. Um, we spend a lot of time looking at where are the problems? Uh, why are certain positions or certain locations harder to fill? Um, what do we need to do to help that out? Um, and and really supporting the workforce there, and so it's it is a lot of communication, and it, it's a it's a huge responsibility to to try to enable that. Uh, we're there to make sure that we're doing things compliant, um, but that we're also being flexible, uh, and we're we're figuring out the best way to do things. We're all and human, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and our way is not the best way. You know, mm-hmm. it's the best way is bringing all of the minds together and really being innovative and and listening to the folks that really know what's going on. And recognizing that it's not always us.
0: And yeah, and yeah. George said that you know that you know sometimes you guys are headquarters. We don't have all the answers, no. but we're learning. And let's let's have that talk. Let's have that conversation. Right. And that's great that you guys have that, in a sense, open door policy. Yeah. You know, you want to hear what's going on. You want to hear the curiosities and what's keeping them and what's not keeping them. Yeah, and that's good.
1: And yeah. what we think is going to work sometimes falls flat you know right <laughs> yeah. right and you try it sounds to try good on paper and it, it doesn't yeah. work yeah. we have a,
3: we have a lot of uh, restarts on things mm-hmm. and, right. but that's fine as long as you learn the lesson that's there for you Understood. to learn mm-hmm. you adjust and you and you try again yeah and and and, that, and that's what i love about this command is that that good. we are we, they give us that space to do that right. um, so that that's barely uh, really important
0: yeah. you know just kind of wrap things up do you guys have any last words that you guys want to tell our audience um you know you guys are our headquarters.
3: Yeah, we have we have a lot of opportunities right now. I mean, like I said, I mentioned the shipyard uh, infrastructure op- optimization program. Right, that's going to be a multi-year uh, endeavor, and it's directly tied to our uh, national security. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of opportunities at NAFAC. Uh, things that impact our national security, things that impact the defense of our nation and the, wow. our, uh, democracy really around the world. Right, so. Um, there's, there's a lot of opportunity, um, come join us, um, you'll, we'll adopt you, you'll be family, mm-hmm. just like anybody, <laughs> everybody else that comes in. Good. Um, if you want to grow, there's growth opportunity. Um, if you want to, um, you know, uh, move around geographically to the different areas that we have, we're, we're a worldwide organization. So that's, that's possible. You spend your entire career with FEC and like you said, see the world. Um, so those those are kind of like uh, positive things uh, that I think that are selling points to me that you can remain with one organization thrive, grow, uh, develop, learn and and at the same time go to these wonderful locations around the world Good. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah I, th- I mean I, I think you covered it come come join us um, there's there's opportunities galore uh, and there's there's opportunities geographically um, but also, you know, the, the growth potential that we have. Um, and we, we take care of each other. So um, that to me, again, that's important that uh, you'll find your place and we'll help develop you and, and take care of you.
2: Yeah, I think it's awesome that, you know, going with what with your message now is that people want to work, well, all the work that they do, they want it to have purpose. and And what George just described is not just a global impact but a community impact and you're supporting your country you're supporting the warfighter and I mean what more can you ask for in your day-to-day work and you can see some
1: tangible things out of it Um, where we're building things you can see how that works Uh, we're taking care of the environment um there i think are tangible results that even us in the hr world you know sometimes you, you don't see that um when you write policy you don't always see that um <laughs> but then you see you know at the end of the day you no know, this is what i did which impacted this which impacted that um and and there's a building there or there's a ship there
3: so. yeah
0: well, thank you, George and Arby, for joining us here today. It was very great to hear, you know, the perspective on a HQ status. Um, okay. And yeah, I'm very glad that you guys were able to do this for us and see you guys here in Honolulu, Hawaii. Yes, yeah. <laughs> thanks for having us.
3: Yeah, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. And
0: we'll see you on the back next anytime. one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank All you. Right. Thank thanks you. for listening to another episode of the Sweep. If you want to know more about NAFAC Southwest, check out our website at nafac.navy.mil forward slash Careers, or follow us on LinkedIn at Naval Facilities Engineering Systems Command. We have a lot of exciting new opportunities to join the team, plus learn all the great things we do to help our facilities. Join us again soon for another episode, and we'll see you on the next one.